leading anywhere is becoming increasingly difficult with the complexities of the world. I want to talk with you today about uh, why leadership is more challenging than it used to be by looking at three specific challenges, uh, discuss why it is important to understand this, and what you can do to start overcoming and moving forward with an increased confidence. Welcome to the Advantage Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Vincent Ream, and this is the place to be at the start of each week where you can take positive steps to advance your leadership and enhance your mindsets so that you can produce a major impact on your success and future growth and allow you to be a more effective leader. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Advantaged Business Solutions Podcast. I want to thank you for spending some time with me today, and I want to give you a heads up. I am recording this on my phone. I'm on the road uh, visiting my daughter, and so I want to uh, just give you a heads up. The sound quality, it may sound a little bit different uh, in this episode, uh, so that's, that's what's going on with that. All right, so let's get started. Uh, before we get into this, I want to share with you the experience I had in the Army that shaped my understanding of an increasingly challenged leadership landscape. Okay, prior to 9-11, the leadership challenges were uh, somewhat typical in terms of day-in, day-out type of stuff. Uh, we had to work through uh, discipline, and performance struggles and generally just work with soldiers uh, to make sure they knew their job, uh, their specific military occupational specialty, and any other duties they were assigned, such as being a driver or a radio operator, whatever that was. Life was, for the most part, mundane in the sense that there was predictability. We knew what was coming based on the training calendar. Uh, yes, we knew uh, that there were that we were training uh, for war, uh, but didn't didn't really have an understanding of what that actually meant. Uh, there wasn't a lot of experience in war walking around the army in the late 1990s, uh, so we weren't able to understand the complexities uh, that were about to hit us. After 9/11, things changed uh, from being just simply complicated. Uh, in the challenges we faced as leaders to being complex. Uh, you now had to be even more focused on what challenges were being presented uh, because there was a new urgency we had, basically had been smacked with. Uh, the training we were doing took on a different realism uh, because now it wasn't uh, if we would go to war someday, it was now when. So the landscape of leadership became even more difficult because of the layers of additional requirements. Uh, there was more to be done without more time to make it happen. And uh, that initial readiness, readiness push, uh, we just simply didn't have enough people. And everything was changing very rapidly. Where we needed to go, uh, the training we needed to, to do, uh, the paperwork that needed to be completed, 
and we couldn't forget about our assigned area that needed to be uh, patrolled or guarded, uh, which is something we did for uh, quite some time uh, in, in the immediate uh, aftermath of 9-11. So much like uh, the last half of March 2020 through Uh, really through April, May of that year, things changed rapidly and there were a lot of reactionary decisions made. Uh, Some of those decisions were made out of necessity and some were not. Uh, But either way, they were mostly made from a state of reaction rather than preparedness. Uh, And to give some grace, no one really saw the disruption coming then and no one really saw the disruption coming in the form of a global pandemic. The focus was on what isolated incident would cause a temporary disruption to one facet of a business and not on a disruption that would change the landscape of how we operate uh, moving forward, which leads to three challenges I want to highlight with you today. And specifically, when I look at any issue facing a leader, I look look at it through the lens of art versus science. And what I mean with this is the science of leadership are the things that you do through uh, proven systems or procedures. The science is more of the things that you do where you are not applying your creativity and innovation, which means the art of leadership is where you will be applying your creativity and innovation. So that's kind of the difference between the science and art of leadership. And previously before the pandemic, you knew how to inspire your team. You worked with them day in and day out. It was easy to see their passions and drive, and you could take action with uh, the art of leadership to ignite them. You could, with uh, less challenge, apply creativity and innovation to inspire. And that is a, a quick and basic breakdown of art versus science as it applies to leadership. And so the first challenge in uh, why leading is more difficult than it used to be is the change in how we work. And whether it's remote or in-person or a hybrid, uh, there are challenges. So uncovering the best way to engage with each person you are leading uh, while navigating these complex working environments, it's going to challenge any leader. And what do you try? And how specifically will you implement your plan? Your leadership art is, is being taxed heavily because people are so different. When you add the complexities of the other challenges we're going to discuss, you will start to see the importance of your leader network and even more important, the necessity uh, to know your people. You must know what drives the people you lead. What are their passions? What do they dream of doing? What is on their vision boards? How are you as a leader going to make them better and help guide them? How will you share with each of them individually why their work is significant? Answering these questions used to be just complicated. Now it is complex. And we're going to get into complicated and complex in a few minutes. The next challenge I want to discuss Uh, with you that is making leadership more challenging is the economy. Yes, the state of the economy is going to challenge your leadership 
in a couple of different ways. Your decision-making process should look different today than it did prior to uh, inflation getting out of hand. Uh, the way you make purchases uh, or upgrades and even hiring has to look different. That presents a greater challenge than you've likely experienced, and this applies to your team of great people. They are facing challenges of their own and are having to make tough decisions of their own. And this is yet another factor that your, uh, excuse me, another factor that you should be discussing as a leader. If you want the most out of your people when they are at work, they need to know you care. They need to know that you have their best interest in mind and they need to know that you are attempting to offer solutions. Again, this is another opportunity for you as the leader to exercise your creativity and innovation when supplying possible solutions. The income factor for you, uh, your business, and your people is going to stretch you. It is making leadership more challenging than ever, and it's up to you to develop solutions to the issues created within your business. Okay, so the third challenge I want to highlight is that of changing priorities. Uh, people are rethinking what's important, and that is creating a challenge for you as a leader because freedom is the biggest thing they're wanting. Uh, we all saw the potential of remote work, the possibilities of what can be done. And by and large, it was embraced for various reasons. I understand that not every one of you has a business that can be done remotely. However, you need to be thinking about the freedom or maybe the autonomy uh, that you can offer to your people. Again, like every other obstacle you face as a leader, you have to be creative and innovative in the solutions you choose to follow. So like I stated earlier, you must know what drives your people. What are they passionate about? What is the vision they carry for their lives? If you know the answer to those questions, being able to inspire them becomes fairly easy, as well as being able to offer the freedom we all want. The big challenge here is talent retention. What are you offering that will retain the people that you have poured into? And after looking at these three challenges that is making leadership increasingly difficult, I wanted to look at history a little bit and see if there were any solutions that could be used as a springboard uh, to get you thinking today. With remote work, there really is no precedent that uh, I found or that could be looked at because the technology wasn't there. Uh, we are writing that precedent as we go. However, there is one interesting event that caught my attention that offers up some ideas and possible solution. And the event is the Great Depression. Uh, the single of this single event, it, it caused a shift in the way we do a lot of things. Uh, in particular was community. In my opinion, based on my observations, community is the single most overlooked tool of a leader. I've listened to people tell their story of getting through the Great Depression and they all shared one common thread. They all relied on the power of community to survive. Neighbors would help neighbors by 
growing vegetables and they would share with each other. Everyone would bring what they had uh, to trade with one another and just simply help one another out. In the same way, leaders could be helping other leaders. Your network, your peers, your mentors, friends, maybe even family members. You could be turning to them in your effort to develop solutions. Don't overlook your network. If you don't have a network of leaders to turn to, you need to begin cultivating one. And the value of leaning into your network when you need something, it, it's, it is invaluable. And, and they don't and don't be shy about offering help to others as well within your network. If you're young and, and just starting out, you may not have connections to offer each other within your peer group. But what you can do is offer knowledge. If there are common areas that you and your network need to learn about, you could each do the work of researching and studying maybe a particular area or a particular facet of an area and then bringing that knowledge to the group and teaching. This is a great way to sharpen each other and provide and receive value and grow your network. If you look closely at the three challenges highlighted in this episode, you'll see uh, they are all connected and feed into one another in in some way and the best way to spark your creativity and innovation as a leader is to be around other leaders i cannot stress the importance of your network enough and using it as a place to develop solutions so why is it important to understand that leadership is more challenging than it used to be why are we talking about this what is the so what here what I want you to be thinking about when considering the so what is how we turn all of the data uh, that we receive each day into wisdom that feeds great decisions. Every day you are bombarded with data. And the problem with data is it's just that, data. On its own, it isn't necessarily useful but as you start linking pieces of data together, that starts to become information. And the same thing happens with information. On its own, you're a little smarter, but in no better position to make decisions. As you start to put information together, you then become knowledgeable. And now you're getting somewhere. Now we start putting our knowledge together and we become wise. And that wisdom is... Uh, something that can be about anything you're learning. And, and with that wisdom, you're now ready to make great decisions. So you go from data to information to knowledge to wisdom to decision. And this process can take time or it can be walked through in a single meeting. In that regard, each of your people may bring a piece of data or information and then collectively... They bring everyone to wisdom where a great decision can be made. And this process also applies to developing solutions or getting to a decision when you're working with your network. Understanding the challenges you face and knowing this process makes you aware that you need to be wise in your decision making. 
and now you, you know how to get there. Understanding these highlighted issues is also important because you see their interconnectedness and the complexities uh, those connections bring. Uh, a couple episodes ago in episode 43, I discussed with you the difference between a complicated and complex world and how we have moved into a complex world of connections uh, that are affected by many different factors and on many levels. The idea also applies to leadership. We have moved from a somewhat linear way of problem solving, which was complicated, into a complex set that requires more creativity to solve. And to illustrate the difference, you can think about leadership in this way. When a a kid is sitting in math class and uh, the teacher puts a math problem on the board and the kid falls asleep for five minutes, when he wakes up, the problem is still there and it's no harder or easier to solve than it already was. And now complex leaderships, complex leadership, it looks more like an air traffic controller. If he falls asleep for five minutes, when he wakes up, the problem has compounded and evolved into something greater. This problem cascades into other problems that could potentially have far-reaching effects. And right now, as a leader, you are looking at problems or challenges, obstacles, whatever term you want to use. You're looking at those evolving in real time. The three issues I highlighted with you today Uh, was done intentionally to illustrate the complexities making leadership more difficult. In order to to develop solutions uh, to problem solve, you need to take action. And the best action you can take is to to develop your network and then lean into them. And now don't go and simply hang out with anyone. Uh, You want to network with people that are uh, at least on the same level with you. And, And more importantly, with looking to network with people that are where you want to go. And if you can't network with people that are at that level yet of your 10 or 20 year vision, uh, just then incrementally move your way up. The real takeaway is not, it's not how to, to develop your network here, but rather to illustrate the importance of one. And that is the action you need to take today start building your network. When you do, you are going to discover that if your network uh, doesn't have what you need to solve a problem, it is likely they know someone that does. Your network doesn't just, just come with its own knowledge and resources, but also the knowledge and resources of the people they can connect you with, uh, which helps you grow your network to another level. So use this episode as part of your data collection, or at least part of your information gathering. Look at the challenges you're facing. Develop the right questions to answer that will help help lead you to to solutions. Lean into your network of leaders. Ask them tough questions and offer value in, in return. I guarantee when you do this, you are going to reach the fulfillment of your vision even faster. And that is going to open you up to uh, even bigger dreams. 
So if you found some value today, I ask that you would uh, share this on social media, take a screenshot, post it uh, with the link to the show, and be sure to tag me uh, so I can reshare. All right, thanks for listening and stay engaged.